0: hello hello everyone welcome to our live branding chat today we are talking about building a personal brand and for sissies and i'm so excited um, because i have a very special guest today but before we dive into that uh, just a few words for for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kirsten with Authentic Branding. And together with my partner, Jerk, we help um, service-based entrepreneurs to really become the face of their brand and be authentic and fearless and just tell their truth because our world needs more leaders. And the only way to do this is to stand in your own power, position yourself, and just go out and be the face of your brand so that you can deliver an awesome service and connect with the people that need you. Um, Today, I have a special guest, and her name is Elizabeth Pickle. She is an estate and trademark attorney. Hi, Elizabeth. <laughs> Hi, Kirsten. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, so just before we dive in, do you want to introduce yourself and say a few words about what you do and um, so that we know like, who you are? Sure, sure.
1: First of all, I just want to say I love the title of this show, um building a personal brand ain't for sissies i feel like that's all that needs to be said Um, (laughs) but so no my name is elizabeth pickle and i'm an estates and trademark attorney and i'm located in arizona and um, i've been practicing estates for over 20 years um, however, my trademark practice um, is a newer practice. It's been about a year now that I started during um, the initial days of the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. So, having um, having a really good time with with that area of law. And um, thanks again for having me here.
0: Awesome, thank you, Elizabeth. So. Um I have to to um, confess something f- to you and uh, the people watching our live broadcast and the replay. Um, guys, I have been stalking Elizabeth at least for six months. <laughs> On TikTok, (laughs) Um, And I thought, oh, my God, this lady is so cool and she is an attorney and she is so she goes so much against the norm, the industry norm of what we think someone should do and not do. And um, I thought I I just love her. I don't really know what you do, but I love your videos. And then, of course, that I got to know actually what you do. And I thought, oh, my God, I have this show on my heart for so long. I need to get her on. It. <laughs> and <laughs> so, um, so I, I want to chat about, about that. Uh, but also maybe I have like some, or oh, I think other entrepreneurs as well, like when it comes to trademark, um, I, I don't like oftentimes we think, okay, like we, we, um, we register our business mm-hmm. and then that's it. And I, what I have learned from you is no, 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 no. This is not all you do. You need to be need to do a little bit more to protect your brand. So my question is, though so as like a service based entrepreneur, um, like what what do you think? Like what do I actually have to do? Like um, and. And yeah, like where do I start?
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a great question. Where do you start? Um, so you know, I think the biggest question, the, the most frequently asked question, is around if I have a business name and I have established my entity, my corporation, my LLC. Well, I'm good. So I ha- in Arizona, I have Mindful Counsel LLC. So that's my business name. That's my brand as well and it's protected. No one else can grab that name. No one else can use that brand. That's not true. So just keep in mind that your business entity and how you formed your business is a wholly separate issue than trademarks yeah. and, a, and a federally protected if you will if you can say federal, yeah, I could say that it's a, it's a whole different concept yeah and so you shouldn't know the answers right why would you know that you need to talk to a professional so
0: yeah and and there (laughs) and that i think where where the um confusion starts because who do i even ask and um i found it so confusing to even find information online so um and like like so what are the risks of let's say like i have my my corporation um i'm I think I am protected like so so what are the risks if I if I don't do anything like what could happen like could somebody else like use my name and do I know about this do I get and can somebody come and say you cursed and I'm not allowed to use authentic branding anymore because you didn't protect it is that what could happen it's it's
1: happens more than you can imagine. So, when you do establish your business, you create this brand, you pick out your name, you go get your website, you set up your social media, and here I am trucking along with Mindful Counsel. If I haven't done my due diligence prior to setting up this business, yes, someone who has been using what we call prior use, been using that name, Mindful Counsel can knock on my internet door and say, hey, Pickle. Now, we've been using this for several years. Oh, and by the way, we have a registration, which you never even clearly looked at. So it's important. I'm not saying everybody has to run out and get a lawyer, but do some due diligence. Make sure you research on the internet to see if your name is already being used. So." the sad part of, of my job is advising clients when they want to register their mark that it's already been done and then they have to rebrand right
0: So so I remember like when when we um, registered I don't even know if I can sell register now um, <laughs> our like authentic, branding um, so we are here in Alberta so I did this here mm-hmm. and um, so is that like what else do I have to do I know like they, they do the check they do the name check and everything they said no it's it's available so I thought okay safe to use we do that so do I have to do more than that like so, wh- what are like I think it's for, for everyone else like you are in your own um, country and then there is international like wh- what what
1: Yes. So let's let's back up a little and the, the first question should be why do you want a trademark? Why do you want or do, why do you feel you need to protect this brand name? So I think that right now we're in this space where everybody thinks it's hip and cool to to get a trademark. Mm-hmm. Well, it's there's a lot of responsibility and commitment that comes with a trademark so the first thing you need to do is ask yourself you know why do i want this mark why do i want exclusive rights to the name and then it's important to talk with legal counsel to create this plan and very intentional plan on how to move forward so If you decide that it makes sense for you to have a a trade, a registered trademark, then you would need to go through the process um, with the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Now, with respect to different countries, you know, what what it comes down to is, are you intending on using your mark here in the United States? Mm, So, you know, that's where we would the 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 United States attorney would assist you. Um, But we also work with other countries, too. So we collaborate with other attorneys all over the world.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. so um, so what would be like a um, I know you can't give legal advice, but like for for the I think right now it's it's very common to create um, your own framework, your own method. Is that something that. That should be registered or probably as you said like why do i want this registered is it even worth it yeah so um, i think that is maybe where a lot of um coaches and consultants that we work with are maybe thinking about at least i i am (laughs) so is that something that i should register in addition to my own brand name great question so Trademarks
1: falls under this umbrella of what's called intellectual property. Mm -hmm. And a trademark is a word, a phrase, or a logo, or a symbol, a design, and those can be trademarked. That's different from a copyright. Copyrights protect images, music, that type of thing. And then we have patents, which really protect inventions Mm -hmm. and so it's a very complex area and this is why you know obviously as a lawyer i'm going to say you need to talk to an attorney because the question is going to be what type of intellectual property do you have and where how do you need to protect it Mm -hmm. but back to your question about the consultants and the coaches you know, now you're talking about protecting their course content, perhaps. Is that what you mean, Kirsten? The yes, yes, of- yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those types of issues fall under business law, which are non-competes, non-disclosures. So those are a little different than intellectual property. Um, but you can you can trademark the names of your courses, and you can tr- and you can copyright sometimes your courses or your books. So there's a lot going on.
0: Yeah. So, so the best is probably in, in an individual case to talk to someone like you, and yeah. um, get specific uh, information about what I want to do with it. And um yeah, and, and really diving into that.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. I will say that If you schedule a consultation with an an intellectual property attorney, even if you decide to DIY to do some of these things on your own, Mm -hmm. that consultation will be almost as valuable as Mm. if you're just going to hire that lawyer. Because if you are paying for a consult with an attorney, they will, um, as one of my colleagues likes to say, demystify the entire mm.
0: process. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that was um very helpful. Um so I want to chat about your own brand. Um I know you I I, I reveal that I have been stalking you on TikTok <laughs> for at least six months. Um <laughs> and you also like you went to um uh, your own rebrand recently. Um, so so I want to know, like when you decided, I think last year I found out that so you decided, okay, I'm going, I'm just uh, utilizing TikTok and um, I, I, I know I go against the industry norm, but I do it anyways. So <clears throat> what was the reason behind that? Why did you do that? And is it really worth it?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so TikTok came about um, merely because I I think I was on Facebook and I started seeing these really unique short 15 second videos and they were quite humorous. And I, you know, I'm kind of, um, you know, I'm certainly a very smart intellectual lawyer, but I'm kind of a goofball and I love, I love humor. And I said to my teenage son, I said, Cam, what, is this video? What is this TikTok? <laughs> and he said, "There, it's nothing you need to concern yourself with, mom." And so I immediately concerned myself with it. Yeah, and so of I just, Yeah. So I looked at the app, and and I just thought, "This is this is incredible." Because some of these people were so creative and and talented, and um, it just seemed like a real happy place to be at the time when we were uh, headed into the lockdown. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I just started hanging out there and watching other people. And I stumbled upon other attorneys because TikTok, the algorithm will pick up on what you, what you're interested in. Mm -hmm. And so I said to myself, this is unbelievable. There are lawyers on here. (laughs) And so it started there and I just started playing around with it and it just got wildly popular and there was, I never had any intention and that's how some of the best things happen in your business. Mm-hmm. You just You just try things, you try new things and then you have to evaluate, is it working or is it not working? So.
0: Yeah. So when you decided to do that, uh, did you have any concern in terms of, oh, this is harming my business? Like, what do people think about me? Or did you just go for it? And like, what what were you thinking at that point?
1: Yeah, so absolutely. So especially with the legal profession, you know, we as lawyers, we do have to uphold a standard. Um, our, um, our morals, our values and our ethics. People laugh when I say lawyers are, I have to abide by a code of ethics, but we sure do. And so, you know, that was very concerning to me. Um, But I will say that I certainly still try to keep my videos somewhat professional. Um, But I did get, I did notice that some of my colleagues, it really wasn't the general public, it was my colleagues Mm. that questioned it. Mm-hmm. And, and said, I, well, one of the first TikToks I ever did was a response to my colleagues saying, lawyers do not belong on TikTok. But again, you know, every time I post still to this day, I scrutinize the heck out of that video. Is it appropriate? You know, in my judgment, I believe it is. Um, and... From the data, what I've discovered is people love it and I'm helping people. I'm, yeah. and so how can that be wrong? How can that be immoral or unethical um, when people are, are calling me and emailing me from all over the world, just like you? This <laughs> makes it all worthwhile that we are able to connect because. I took the risk and I dared to, to jump out there.
0: Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I love that so much. Um, And also like, it is about really like being, being just yourself because people don't want to work with a professional that, you know, is just this, um, person in an Eiffel Tower. And I think, especially like some, uh, some industry, and I think attorneys, lawyers, uh, accountants, they all seem to be sometimes, at least in our mind, so not approachable in a different world. So I think you make it really easy to connect with you so that people see, yeah, you know what, she is Fun Like she knows her stuff, but she is uh, just herself and she doesn't care what other, well, what the norm says because she is there for me. And I think this is all what's count. Like we, we need to connect on that level more, I think.
1: Abs- absolutely. And, yeah. and I will, I'll admit five years into practicing law, I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have had the confidence because, Anyone that goes to my website, anyone that knows me, or if I just say to you, I've been an estates attorney for 20 years, you know, I'm competent. I've got to be. I've never had a complaint against my license. Nothing. So people know as an attorney, she's licensed. She's been practicing for 20 years. She's competent. Then it's, do I like her? Do I trust her? Mm -hmm. And I'm not for everybody. You know, there are people who want the attorney in a suit behind the mahogany desk on the fifth floor, and that's fine. But, you know, I I do appeal to to many people, and um, I have a great relationship with with clients um, who want that human
0: attorney. Yeah, totally. And, um, yeah, I would, like... That's why I found you connected with you. Um, so with, the, with this professional side, I um, like we we run uh, brand intensives. It's a program for, for service-based entrepreneurs. And what I have heard often is, and also from, from myself, um, we tend to develop like two personalities. Like there's the professional side and then there is me on a personal side. And one of our clients said, well, you know, um, I sometimes in the past, I felt like, I have to be Superman in business, and then there's Clark <laughs> when I'm at home. But actually, it's the same person, and um, it is. Isn't it so true that people are really interested in that person in as whole? Um, I like because this is, I think, what makes it so hard for us today to go out on social media because we have, we think we have to put this mask on and this different phase of, I am professional now and I can't do this, I can't do that. I, for example, thought for a long time, uh, in order to be taken professional and seriously, I, I have to be serious. I can't laugh. I can't make any jokes. And um, when I was running a visioning session for for a client with like 20 people at the end, they came to me and said, Oh my God, this was so much fun. We, we, we did so much. We accomplished so much, but you made it, um, so much fun. And I thought, yeah, like, why can't I do this? Or why don't I do this all the time on social media when I'm out there. And, um, I think this is really it. What's missing.
1: Yes. And the reason we feel that way is we have this we have this tape recording in our brain that's been implemented there from society's, you know, the standards of society and what, uh, and maybe that's not even correct. For some mm. reason, you know, it's been ingrained in our heads that business, pleasure, okay, you know what, fair enough. Maybe there should be a division, but in my experience- when you take just a small risk and step out there then step away evaluate what what you just the risk you know the risk that you just took and the response that you get that speaks for itself that speaks for itself and it is always scary anytime we try anything new And this is our, this is our livelihood. You know, we depend on our businesses to take care of ourselves and our families. And so that was my biggest fear is my clients are going to hit the road. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's taken 20 years now, you know, for me to get to this place, but it doesn't need to take that long.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I'm curious now. Like uh, you, you started with TikTok, you now have like over thirty thousand followers. Is TikTok actually for you now um, a legit marketing channel that generates leads for you?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And again, that was that was not intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, with my with my estate planning practice that is Arizona based only, so TikTok doesn't lend very well to a state specific um, area of business. It it can, but it's better for a nationwide and trademarks. I can do worldwide, nationwide. So when I started posting the TikToks with the trademark, I would get yeah you know, I would you can put a link in your bio. People would message me and ask for consults. And I also want to say that the, my clients from TikTok are incredible, creative entrepreneurs. It's not just tire kicking. Uh, mm-hmm. you
0: know,
1: they are legitimate people looking for professional help.
0: Mm-hmm. That is really good that you pointed that out because I think oftentimes um, TikTok still has this um, image of, you know, uh, the teenagers are doing their dances there. Yes. Um, why? We all know secretly we are on TikTok because it's so much fun. <laughs>
1: exactly. And again, the, the algorithm on TikTok will bring you to the places that that you're interested in. If you like a TikTok, TikTok says, "Oh, you know." Then all the social media is pretty much like yeah, that. Yeah, there are a lot of teenagers on TikTok. There are a lot of millennials, and I guarantee you, if you jump on TikTok and just search attorneys, accountants, dentists, they're all there. They're all and mm-hmm. branding experts. They're all mm-hmm. there.
0: Yeah. Um, so um, Elizabeth, you went through um, your own rebrand I saw like um, there was like uh, I'm I'm also a designer always been by heart but also by profession so I, I really notice like with branding like two different things like the one is of course being authentic going out having a message having a clear positioning about what you're doing knowing what you do bringing it across but then there's also the design part of it and um, so like I have like one um, what so I noticed that you had like a visual rebrand as well. So was that, um, did that come out of that? Like what, what has changed? Like, did your journey um, and maybe how you show up, did, did your message change? And did you, because of that, had a rebrand to match that?
1: Yeah, that's that's a great question. So it was it's been quite a few years uh, since I have shifted from Elizabeth Pickle Law, uh, then and then I changed the name to Mindful Counsel because of just a lot of things I was going through um, in the practice of law and the way I was practicing law. I was very unhealthy and I was very depressed, and so you know I kind of went through this journey, and uh, Mindful Counsel grew out of that but i still I was still very hesitant to really showcase that mindful counsel brand, the mindfulness, the intentionality of practicing law, the non-fear-based way of practicing law, mm. because it goes against the grain. And so I have just taken it uh, in in little bites, little steps, one step at a time. And again, you know, it was during the pandemic that I said, are you going to be authentic? Are you going to do this? Or are you just going to sit in a corner and pretend to be someone you're not and continue to be upset and miserable? So the website and the design and the rebrand is the, is the icing on the cake. It's OK, mm-hmm. guys, I'm finally out here. This is who I am and you deserve to know the truth. This is my brand. This is what I stand for. I'd love to have you as a client if you, if it, if it resonates with you. So that's really how it, that the, the new branding came to be.
0: Mm-hmm. And I like the mindful part of it because I think while you were, you're just um, talking, I thought about um, a lot of, as things especially like estate planning there's so much fear around it because estate planning also means I will leave the planet uh and I'm afraid of that it also means oh um I have some family things that I have to deal with and I don't want to um so there are so many things that come with it and I think the mindfulness gives us there is it makes it gives this bridge, the bridge of, you know, it's not, I have to do it anyways, but um, there is someone that is on my side that knows what is going on and can do it in a way that is not from up here, but you know, from the heart and knows um, what it takes and what I have to do.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Um, it is a very difficult process for many people. Um, but you know, if I had to put a stat on it, I'd say 95% of my clients say once it's done, the peace of mind, you just can't put a price tag on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so just you know, just my own personal story with respect to estate planning. Um you know, a long time ago when I graduated from law school, um my grandfather approached me and said, "You know, Elizabeth, you're now a big fancy schmancy attorney. I'd like you to do something for me." And I said, "Sure, Grandpa. What what would you like me to do?" And he said, "I want you to draft my will." And I thought, boring. Um, most attorneys come out of law school and they want to be litigators, and you know, drafting wills just isn't very very sexy or interesting. But my grandfather said, do it, and I did it. And so I drafted the will, and, and he, he asked me to make sure that my brother got the family farm. He, he only had you know, real estate. Many people are land rich and cash poor, and that was the situation. And I did so, and so everything was fine. And then years go by, and he passes away. And so we take the will. We probate the will. And the farm goes to my brother. And my brother moves on to the farm and everything is great. And then um, he gets married and he has children and life goes on. But unfortunately what happened is my brother ended up getting a divorce. And in the divorce, the farm was rendered a now a marital property. And so he lost the farm. And so now we have complete strangers living on our family farm. Wow. Had, I, had I used a trust, for instance, had I used different tools, had I understood the power of estate planning, I would have done things differently. And so that is why I started off on the estate planning and the trademark uh, venture, because that's not going to happen again on mm-hmm. my own. Yeah. So asset protection and and, and pr- protecting your brand, protecting your estate, it's essential. Why do you work so hard for these things if you're not going to protect it and create a legacy, you know, for your friends, for your family, for your charitable um, interests.
0: Totally. Yeah, totally. And I think I read this um that story that you just shared on um I don't know, one of your social media channels and I thought, wow, like um and and it, it made it so clear for me why you are the mindful counselor because this is someone that I would like like to have on my side, not not someone that I'm afraid to approach because I feel well, I don't know anything about it, but someone that is already has been there um and understands and is comes to me from a from a perspective of I'm here for you and I can help. Yeah, yeah
1: and I, I- and I want to put this back on, on you a little bit, Kirsten. Don't you think that any professional, a lawyer, a branding expert, aren't we better when we've maybe learned some things from the school of hard knocks? Maybe we've made mistakes and taken risks that didn't work out. Um, I've learned the hard way and now I think it just makes me a, a better a better professional and a better person. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, uh, that reminds me of one conversation I had with a client um, uh, a few months back and um, so we were working on on a brand and marketing plan for the organization and um, she afterwards she said oh so we, we did a testimonial so and I interviewed her and I said like what objections did you have in the before you um, decided to work with us and she said well, i f- I thought it would be intimidating. Um, and, and I thought, what? How, how how could I be intimidating? I am like the friendliest person on earth. And she said like it wasn't you, but it was the um the thought that I have to um that I I'm maybe not professional in the way what I have done before, and you would see it. Mm-hmm. And that opened my eyes. And then she said, well, what, what I really learned was you were my partner and it, I was so glad to have you because there are the heavy weight that we had to lift, um, doing the, and I think it was, um, like, uh, eventually it became a rebrand for them as well. She said, we have tried for, a year to find a new name for our organization. And all the, the heavy burden was on me. We had like, she showed me like lists of 100 different names that they didn't go for. And I thought, oh my God. And um, so, but, but through this process, I, I helped her with this. And and suddenly she realized that hey, Kirsten is my partner. She, yeah. is, she is there to help me. She is on my side. She is not there yeah. and says, why well, you should do this. Yeah,
1: that absolutely. Absolutely. We are partners with with our our clients. Um, you know, it's people, as you say, have come to me and said, I'm I'm just embarrassed, Liz. I don't have anything. I don't. And, and I take a look at their assets and their businesses. And I say, you sure do. You sure do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But everyone thinks that you know you have to be a rock star or a politician in order to protect things and that that's just not true but yes i i'm going to use this as a tiktok
0: now this some um, example
1: <laughs> example of a partner it's that's, that's it that's it
0: yeah, and I think uh, coming back to our topic of um, building a personal brand and for sissies, it also comes back to the being this of being authentic because if you're authentic and bringing in the personal side of you not just the professional side, this is really what builds the, the trust and the connection. And I think connection is what you really need to, in order to work with each other.
1: Yes, you do, you do. Yeah. It's, it's the like, know and trust factor again. Um, I firmly believe that people will trust that you are competent and you have the credentials. It's going to come down to um, are you comfortable with this person? Do they resonate with you? Do you like them? Do you trust them? Mm-hmm. And so you know, my recommendation is, you know, of course, keep it, keep it PG. There. And I will, I will say that there are a lot of lawyers on TikTok that make me go, hmm. <laughs> But I am. I am not going to be judgmental. I, I do believe you have to maintain some profa professionalism. But gosh, be yourself. That's you know you can't be someone else. They're already take. What's the saying? Be yourself. Everyone else is taken.
0: Yeah, one of my favorite quotes. Right. Right. <laughs> um, like uh, one uh, things that I've also wrote down. Like you said. Um, Uh, being authentic is about being real and ironically is not about trying it's you it's about living a life that is true to the values at the very center of your core regardless of what others may think or expect of you um so like this about being real like can you talk about this a little because i think many of us are like sometimes getting stuck in the head because we want to make things perfect, especially like when we when we want to brand ourselves and we know like people are looking at us. Um, what is about this not trying just doing things?
1: Yeah, so I, I think that um, all of us when we first venture out into um, into a business or you know we're out here on the internet streets We're always comparing ourselves to others. I sure have done it for a very long time, and I still do. I -hmm. catch myself doing it. Here's the truth. For a very long time, I I pretended to be somebody I was not. And I, I finally came to the place where I said to myself, you know, I can be like this person over here, but I don't know what this person has has this person's story. I don't know why they behave the way they do. I don't know why they built this business. And what if I, you know, what if I fail and I'm being someone else? It's better off to just be who I am. Mm -hmm. Not try so hard, just be me. And if I fail at that, I'm okay with it. I'm okay, I'll accept that. People have to accept me for who I am. And I have faith in, you know, whatever God, the universe, spirit, that the correct, true people will be drawn towards me. And that's the that's what's happened. It takes faith. And you you can do it and you will be afraid, but you have to do it anyway.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what, Uh, Elizabeth, these are beautiful words to um, to end our our um conversation. our live video branding podcast here. I love that. Be true to yourself and the right people will, will find you. Um, I want to share your um, your information here because I got uh, a comment. Where can I see those TikToks? <laughs> um, for everyone like watching our our live uh, series right now, or even the replay, please follow Elizabeth at TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook, <laughs> your choice. Um, and uh, of course, also follow 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 me uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and we will be back next week with another session. And also, uh, I mentioned we are running Brand Intensive, so this is a program for service-based entrepreneurs and we, we help them to become unstoppable and really to be the face of their brand by activating themselves in their brand and so that you are aligned and can really go out and be and serve the person that uh, I intend to, um, to work with you. So you can connect with us um, at authentic.ca. And Elizabeth, thank you, thank you, thank you. This was so exciting. I'm so grateful that you joined me today. And um, yeah, so thank you very much. The
1: pleasure is all mine. Thank you, Kirsten. I really had a good time with this. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Elizabeth. And um, we see you all again next week with another session. And I will announce what that is um, later on. Bye.